welcome to this conversation brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and right now I'm with Brian and Dina DeMint at Shutterfest 2018. How are you guys doing? Great. Fantastic. I, I almost called you Gilbert. <laughs> Just talking about funny voices and what, what we were going to sound like and whether or not we were going to have a radio voice and... Brian was going to do Gilbert Gottfried, but we just uh, apparently we decided against that at the very last minute. <laughs> well, we wanted somebody to listen <laughs> for more than, longer than the for the more intro. than ten seconds, right? Right? <laughs> How are you guys doing? Are you tired? Are you sleepy? Are you worn out? I feel great. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, we got a good night's sleep last night. We didn't did. stay up super late shooting, so uh, we had so an er- earlier class this morning. So It's amazing how much of a difference it makes. You come and, and, and some people are like, oh, I got three hours of sleep, and you do that two or three nights in a row, and you're toast. You right? are. Yeah. yeah. Or you get and, cold and you're not, at the end of this. Or you get sick, right, yeah. every yeah. time. And by that time, you're not taking good images anyway. You're just clicking the <laughs> I mean, you're just a click on the shutter. I mean, seriously. That's so great. God, when you can't even see, it looks blurry. Shit, he's you like, can't even I'm tell. trying to focus here, but everything's blurry. You so. can't even tell if it's in focus or not. Yeah. And then by that point, you don't care one way or the other. Well, then you call it artistic and everything. That's yeah. right. That's right. There was intent there. I did that once, actually. I shot a whole... I shot three, three sessions with this girl, or three sets, uh, themes... And I didn't realize I had the camera and manual focus. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> things just so, slightly off. So, so it yeah. became a part of your style, which so, we're going to talk about, but this this, this was uh, intentional. Right. So I went ahead and edited them and sent them to her, and she was like, oh my God, they're so ethereal and <laughs> beautiful. Perfect. And I was like, well, shit, yeah. That's right. That's why I did that. <laughs> That's what, what are you going to do if she overhears this podcast? <laughs> we don't know who she is. Well, that's true. That we don't. Lots of stuff that Brian has done has been ethereal. But, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, no. Exactly. Mystery I've continues. left it manual many times. <laughs> but that, that, that time, yeah. Don't say her name. Don't just don't say her name. Um, you know what? I was going to say, I was going to ask you who you are, but I'll tell you what, how I know you guys because I'm... I'm positive that you don't know i'm guessing you don't know i think that i was there for your first program i think really do you remember what your first program was well i did one small speech and from from missouri ppa that was it oh was it really that was the first time i, I was spoke there. yeah i was there and I was with, now you might remember this, and I, I'm thinking this is this was it. Was it in the Ozarks or somewhere in the Ozarks? Or, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, uh, the hillbilly was land. Yeah, I can't remember what that even resort is called. Shangri-La. Tantara. Tantara. Oh. That was it. I was going to say it starts with a T, but I can't remember it. Yeah. But that's where we were at, and I was sitting in the room, because we were there, Vicky was speaking, and, and Gary Box was there, and Rod Evans was there, and the Antisdells were there. Kaya and Andy were there at least, um, and we were sitting there, and I didn't know who you were at all. I didn't, because I it was rare that I would even go to a program. But I'm sitting there with Rod and Gary, and you get up, and you start doing your thing, right? <laughs> and I remember the three of us were kind of like, "We well, can't do that. Well, that's not gonna. How are you gonna? What's he? How is he like asking like like yeah. out loud saying these things to each other?" And then, and then uh, we start seeing what's going on. I remember you had a floodlight that you said you just got at like Home Depot or something for like six bucks. Yeah. And you're like bringing it around, and we're actually seeing what's happening. And 
and I'm not a photographer, but those guys, of course, are fantastic photographers. And it, for the next 45 minutes, I was sitting between two guys that had their mouths on the floor. Really? Oh, that's... I'll never that's forget awesome it. to hear. I'll never forget it. And uh, me too, but it, it's way more impressive that their mouths were just agape. And they kept saying, this is amazing. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, I, <laughs> I didn't know. I've never in my life experienced anything like this. That was at your program. There was like, how many people were in that room? 30? Maybe? Something, something yeah, like that. Something like that. And I didn't know who anybody was. No, you so. didn't know. You didn't know a soul. No, I and didn't. And you just went in there and you did your thing, man. You just did, and it was great because I thought maybe you, you came across like you were a little bit nervous, but it was almost at the same time like you were like, "This is who I am. This is what I do," and like you kept saying things like that. You're like, "This is what I do," and then this this is what happens, and then we we saw your images, and it yeah. was it was like again the mouths on the floor. <laughs> that is incredible. It's uh, a fluky was even in, even there. To begin with, yes, the uh, one of the local photographers had talked to the was it the president at the time of Missouri PPA? Yes, and and had shown his pictures and and had negative comments and what a what a joke this dude is. Well, they didn't know they were talking. And about. then the president was like, "Well, I'm inviting him." No. <laughs> That's, That's what awesome. he did. He's like, I, he, he showed me the, to the president to like put you down. Yeah, yeah, they did actually, yeah, yeah. and then. The president was like, this is not only kind of different and cool, I think I'm going to ask him to speak. That so I didn't I didn't awesome. know. I mean, then the Antesdells, then they invited me to spa, and then yeah. Rod Evans oh, yeah. kind of took me under his wing. The and, rest is history after that day, I feel yeah. like, honestly. <laughs> you know, and it's still, and I will say this, is that I still have that mentality that I've never asked to speak anywhere. I right. did. I did put in for Shutterfest the first time, uh, and that was the only time I've ever asked to speak anywhere. So yeah. if people come to me, I don't. I'm not arrogant enough to think that my images <laughs> are all that. So that I should be speaking at your conference because I'm such a stud. Right. So, but you know. So if they come to me, then I feel like they really want me at their conference or whatever. And then, so it's been very flattering. So that, you guys are from? Is it Joplin? I'm afraid so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually even so, further Hickville. I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> do you live in Joplin now? Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. And so tell a little bit of just about who you guys are and, and give a little bit of background for people that don't know. Go ahead, Dina. Um, well, my name's Dina DeMint. Um, <laughs> I, we live in Joplin, of course. I've been married uh, 20 Eight, twenty-nine years. years. Yeah, somewhere thousand years. Between zero and a thousand. Yeah. I get that. Um, just a, a normal upbringing and stuff. But then Brian started fell into this photography thing, and um, he found out makeup and hair were so vital to right. that. Right. And I didn't do either of those things at the time. No, not at the time. Mm -hmm. I was a preschool teacher's aide. Mm -hmm. So. Um, then one weekend, in we had a group shoot, and he's like, "You're up." Right. <laughs> do it. Really. Yeah. It was like that. It was. I, I had a friend uh, that did makeup for Brian once in a while, and she showed me a couple basic Mac makeup techniques. Sure. And the rest was practicing all my friends, teenagers. And and kind of the rest is history after that with you, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of, that's your Thrown thing. Thrown into the fire sort right. of thing, yes. Right. Yeah, um, I like to draw as a kid, so that probably helped a little sure. bit. Sure. But that's it. Yeah, but you, it's in all fairness, you bring your own creative piece to the whole element of what it is that you guys do is that is that fair to say brian that 
I, I contribute, but Brian is definitely the ship commander and chief. Sure. I'm like Captain Bly. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm gets... a total control freak. In fact, oh. it's been suggested we change the name from iWorks to control freak photography. So. But at least you're self-aware. You know. You know well, that that's what's up. You know, I think the thing for me is that I'm ultimately responsible for the images. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I feel that they have to have the harmony. And, you know, so... If I have an idea, then I kind of run it past Dina uh, as far as makeup. And, you know, at first I didn't realize that, you know, uh, certain makeup things don't work on certain faces. So it's been a learning process for both of you for years. Yeah. And the challenges he comes up with, some guy walks into the studio and and at the time was just our home. And he's like, I want to do a Jesus shoot. And I'm like okay, there's some grapevine in the backyard. Let me run and grab that. So it's it's like being the MacGyver of fashion right. styling. Right. I've heard that name associated with you guys maybe before. <laughs> right? The MacGyver. Yeah, if you can put it together uh, with duct tape, that was we funny, can put it together. I, I, was, right. I had that piece of cloth and I was cutting it and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making you a diaper, right? Jesus. And he's like, what? Is like, And he'd never shot before. So I was like, all right, strip down, go put this diaper on, yeah. put this stuff on your head. And it's what you wanted. We're going to do it. And it, it, it turned out really really interesting he really he really pulled it off and then i worked at a power plant for 37 years that was uh 100 years old so the textures that i pulled to put over his body were textures that i'd shot at the power plant so it was rust and and dripping steam and things like that but when i put it over his body then it looked like blood and it looked like marred skin and it, it looked you know authentic it fit it, it did fit exactly how would you so what we were going to talk about today was essentially um your style and what kind of the your the way that you're different in a sense um is that fair to say yeah different is a good word <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, that, you know uh yeah I've, I've been described as many things so uh, what's your what's your philosophy behind that? I mean, it's probably maybe it's not something that you're really that you really consciously think about. But if you take a step back from it, where kind of where do you see yourself in the in the realm of the photo industry in general? Uh, I see myself as an outsider artist. Yeah, like art brute type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really conform to what I never have been a conformist to uh, you have to use this kind of lighting you have to use this camera blah 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 and I think that's what developed the style is that I I didn't look at photography books I was looking at Man Ray's work I was looking at Irving Penn I was looking at uh, you know paintings and I used to love to paint so renaissance art and all this stuff so I was just you know let's just make it work with what we got. One of my favorite artists is Robert Rauschenberg. And one of his uh, quotes is that a pair of socks is just as suitable for making a painting as uh, wood, turpentine, and canvas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> up your alley. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it kind of gives some validity to what I try to teach and what, what I do. You know, it's one thing for, you know, Joe Blow from Joplin, Missouri to say it, but when I can say, here's a quote from Robert Rauschenberg, one of the f- most right. famous American artists, right. or, or John Cage or any of the other neo-Dottist uh, artists, then then it kind of gives some validity to what I'm doing, and I try to find quotes that are inspirational for, for me and others. But um, 
I don't. I never did take the normal route to, through the photography. I always did the came up on the artistic side. So I'm sure. still technically inept. I mean, well. <laughs> no, I seriously am. If the, I take an image, if it sucks, then I turn that dial on the back. And if it sucks more, I turn it the other way. I do think it's the lack of um, formal training. That means that he's finding his own way. Right. Instead of following the pattern that's been set you haven't been influenced by many of the norms for one thing that exists so prevalently and powerfully within the industry with within the various organizations like you you haven't followed that path um like like so many people do you've 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 kind of cut your own way is that does that sound yeah i think that's it and as far as like being goal driven i'm really not goal driven you know i just uh, I just create what I do, and if people like it, that's great. And if they don't like it, that, that's great as well. You know, uh, I'm not here to please everybody. I think if you do please everybody, you're probably a bit boring. What does so, drive you? There's a number of things that drive me. At first, it was just the thought, okay, I'm uh, I'm creating something. I'm doing better. Uh, I'm doing more than scoring, you know, getting high scores on video right. games, right. which I played for 20 years. Mm. So uh, at first it was just creating. And then uh, a turning moment for me was a mom brought a, a kid in that was about 17 years old. This kid did not want to be shot yeah. whatsoever. And she did not want to be there. And I told her, you know, I took the kid to the back and said, look, you know, I know you don't want to be here. I can tell by your body language and I'm right. sorry, but your mom's already paid me and <laughs> I've already spent the money. So it's either take your picture or go mow your damn yard or something. So one of the things going to happen. So and I'd rather take your picture than mow your yard. So so I said, I'll just make it quick and easy and we'll get you out of here as quick as we can. Yeah. And uh, so we started taking pictures and. She was just a natural poser because I let girls pose on their own and guys pose on their own. And uh, so after a little bit, I thought she was doing well. I thought, well, I'll give her some confidence. I'll show her a couple images because she's doing pretty well. So I showed her an image, which I hardly ever do on the back of the camera because I'm not a good photographer. But and she started bawling. Is that right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that I made a bad situation even worse for oh, you. Oh, because you thought she was upset. Yes. And she said, no, you don't understand. She said, this is the first time I ever thought that I was beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From low to high. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. You talk about getting hit by a ton of bricks. I just did. I feel like I just did. That's, and been, it, that's amazing. It was life-changing. You know, and I, I understood then that with that camera and and what we say and the images that come out of it and the words that come out of our mouth, we have the ability to change how people feel about themselves yeah. and give some of these kids back some self-worth that's been taken from them uh, and some things like that. So, um, I don't uh, think you could have answered the question, what drives you better than that, honestly. that That's what's changed. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I can absolutely tell. How, with with considering your style and who you are and the way that you've done things, if if it's been let's call it unorthodox for lack of a better term, right? What have you run into have you run into issues with people that that maybe are intimidated? I mean, maybe who knows how what it looks like on the surface, but do they come at you or do they try to 
Oh, I had a lot of hate at well, first. That's what I, maybe that's what I'm asking. You really have? I, oh, yeah. When I first started, because, you know, the whole industry was different then. And everybody came up with reasons why I wasn't a real photographer. What, I wasn't, year, what year was this? Oh, this is about 2005, yeah. 2006. Yes. You know, and digital was really just kind of in, into their own to its own and so i wasn't you know i got messages and people talking that i wasn't a real photographer because i never shot film i wasn't a real photographer because i didn't support my family with it i wasn't a real photographer because i used photoshop i wasn't a real photographer because i used a uh, uh, canon rebel i wasn't a real photographer because i used you know lights from walmart yeah you know yeah. And, yeah. and it was like you know you guys i'm not gonna i don't argue about that stuff you know you have your opinion and that that's fine and that's cool but you know and, and why you do that i'll speak at my fourth shutter fest right so, <laughs> right right <laughs> to, so, a pack, to a room full of people just can't believe what yeah they're i don't mean that to sound arrogant but you know well, that's true, though. It, it's one of those things that if it works just yeah. do it instead of worrying about what everybody else says you amen know, it, it doesn't come People don't come at me like they used to. Right. But I think that they did feel like, you know, I didn't put in the time. I didn't put in the effort. But I didn't know, put in the, the dark half room. Half the stuff, half the examples you gave, people wouldn't even consider coming at with. I mean, I could see people still coming at you with hateful comments. But half of those comments back then, I could understand why people would say some of that stuff. Like, because that's what people were saying. Like, oh, you never shot film. Like, no yeah. one is going to complain to you now. That you right. can't be a photographer because you never shot film. Like those things are those complaints themselves are so outdated and antiquated that they sound ridiculous now. They, they really do, <laughs> and I, you know, and uh, the photography just keeps changing so much yes. that yeah, right, yeah. He had a fellow write once and and analyze his lighting and tell him what he was shooting with, <laughs> alien something. Yeah, this guy wrote me and said, uh, it looks like you're shooting with alien bees. That's a term in it. Yep. And then you're, you're supposed to be doing, and you're some doing this. Some type of modifier. And, yeah. yeah, and gave me some lighting ratios or something. I'm like, to tell you how you can make your work better, I'm assuming. How no, you no, he told me what I was, he said, he said, is this what you're using? Because oh. this is what appears what you're using. Right. And I said, no, I'm, I'm actually using two clamp lights from Walmart <laughs> at like 45 degree <laughs> angles and he wrote me back he said look you don't have to insult me you know he said if you yeah. don't want to tell me you don't have to f- insult me <laughs> And I was like, insult my intelligence, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I was just, I, I was just telling you the truth, sir. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, he was. And then I had another guy write me once and he said, Mr. Dement, I just would like you to know that I absolutely hate every single image I've seen you produce sincerely or yours truly, you know, blah, blah, blah. Really? Yeah. And, and I got it and I looked at it, you know, and I didn't. I was like, wow, I, you know, I thought I sucked, but <laughs> <laughs> this kind of confirms Proof I suck. Yeah. Yeah. But then about five minutes later, I was like, you know, well, maybe this guy likes, you know, ZZ Top and, <laughs> and like, you know, just an and, and, and Britney Spears and sushi and oh. baseball and all this crap that I can't stand. So right. maybe 
maybe if I, you know, maybe if I struck a chord with him, you know, uh, that's a good thing. Maybe I, you know, I, I don't want to be friends with him anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right. If he likes my work, work out between us anyway, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he likes my, um, like my work, I may have been really offended had I met him. Right. He's like, exactly. Uh, he saved you the trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what has this ride, I'll call this whole thing a ride the last, say, 13 years. What has it been like for you to kind of watch and experience from your point of view well the, the first thing was you know they say people's personalities don't change mm-hmm. and when I met Brian and married him I he was incredibly shy yeah um, I would be telling my friends he is so funny he's brilliant he's he's hilarious right. Right. and then I'd bring him to a party and he'd just sit there on the couch being very quiet yeah and they're like yeah sure Right. Yeah. Well, I just sit there and judge the living <laughs> crap out of everybody. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And so true, I bet. That, you didn't make that up. Yeah, I got lots of friends from Oklahoma. So. Oh, my. Um, but to see him up on stage and fearlessly up on stage. Yeah. There, he doesn't seem to get nervous. He just goes up there and, and, and he's himself. And before... He wouldn't show that side. It was. It's. It's been interesting. Yeah, he's the that. man. He's the man that you know. Yeah. Like in public yeah. and out in front of people now. Yes. He's, have, he has is. that? Have you? Have you? Have you seen that happen in yourself? Have you felt that happen? That you're able to? It's like maybe come out of your shell or something. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, truly, because. Uh, before I gave my first lecture, I I did some computer work out at the the Christian school we sent our daughter to, mm-hmm. and I gave them some recommendations because they got taken really bad on uh, the the the, the library system. A shifty yeah. salesman, sure. And so I was I was. They said, "Well, would you present it to the school board?" It was just like ten people that I I actually knew, right? And. By the time I got done with that little speech, people were asking me if I was okay. Yes. I had sweat pouring <laughs> off. I looked like I was going through so a heart nervous. attack. Yeah. 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 And yeah. my voice was quivering so bad yeah. that because I worked, I worked at a switchboard for three years by myself. I never saw a person except my relief. Really? And then I worked 18 years in a basement job where I didn't have to see anybody if I didn't want to. Right. Uh, at the power plant. So you were just used so, to that. You were comfortable with that. I was. Yeah. And then I got the great feedback from Rod and, and Kia and those people. Yeah. And then they asked me to speak at Spa. Yeah. And then Rod pulled a fast one on me at Spa. And that's when everything really changed. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, I was there and I should remember what you're talking about. But what, what did he do? They had a big speech on stage the last night, or was it? Or the first night? No, last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rod was going to talk and you were going to do demos. I was just supposed to be equipment. in the back like a Price is Right showgirl. Oh. Like, he, was, he, he presented it to you like he was easing you in. Well, no, it was, it was Kia that said, we're going to have Rod talk and oh. we're going to have you show stuff. Yeah. And then I started asking Rod like months before, like, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll get to it. So, yeah, I'll get back in touch with you. Yeah. We went back and forth for a while, and it was like, I mean, two weeks before the show, two days before the show, at the damn show. I'm like, I see him walk in. I'm like, 
my God, we go on tonight. I need you to tell me what I need to do. I had brought nothing. I don't know what to do. And he's like, hey, we have a little bit of a mic check before we go on. And then then uh, we'll talk about it then. And I'm like, they're going to take me out of here on in a body bag because I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. Die. So we go to the sound check and this is like <laughs> 10 minutes before we're supposed to go on he said okay you just take the first hour and i'll take the second no way yeah, swear yeah. to god so he came running down the stage grabbed our daughter some napkins and started writing out a couple things are you say. serious my speech started two minutes before I went on stage. You started. Really. <laughs> you, you wrote your speech right beforehand. Yeah. On the balcony outside, like right outside when people were going in. And there was like 200 or oh, something I, like yeah, that. There, sure. It was big. Sure. Two or 300 people. I bet. How, do you think that that was good for you in a sense? In hindsight, right? In so, hindsight, definitely. Because you didn't have to worry. About, you didn't have that on you for all that time. And Rod knew what he was doing because <laughs> he had seen me speak before. Yeah. And he said, I don't want you to be like every other speaker. Yeah. Speak. F- you know what you're doing. Right. And you're speaking for different than anybody Just else. Just get up there and do you. Right. You know, and I was in the middle of that and I was, I started faltering a bit and somebody from the audience, I don't know who it was. A lady said, we love you. Keep going. Really? And that really hit a spark with me so you needed. and so we did i i did and then when i came off nobody was really talking to me there the whole first couple of days we were there yeah. they're like who's this weird dude <laughs> who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but when i come off the stage people yeah. were like shaking my hand yeah and it was stuff. like an after school special i like had somebody everything. come up and she said uh, I listened to your whole program and, and everything and followed it and followed it and then what she said Dina. Um, and he said, yeah, yeah, thanks. And she goes, you don't understand. I have ADHD. <laughs> and she stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was interesting. And then one lady came up and said, I really enjoyed your routine. And I said, I, I actually shoot like that. That's and she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she like, was no, like, that's what that I was do. The, the great comedy act. It yeah, was like good. a handshake at the end yeah. from somebody at the back. I can't remember, like the sound guy. The sound guy, he he came over and shook my hand. He said, I, I've been doing this for many, many years, and that's the most unique speech I've ever heard. I, I, I see. I have no doubt. And I know I was there for that one, too. But I remember the first time so much more vividly uh, because of what the impact that it has had on me. It, it is amazing that I think what's what strikes me about you in particular is that there aren't there just aren't people like you right and and you're being yourself but i and i feel like sure there are other people that surely are just being themselves as well but you you, there's nobody like you no there isn't (laughs) yeah that's probably a good thing they burned that mold down yeah right after creation yeah yeah what what was that Yeah, they destroyed the bolt and the mold after oh, yeah. they made yeah. me and, and beat like, the hell out of the mold maker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What's coming next for you guys? Do you think? Like, what? What do you see the next? Because now you're retired uh, from your job at the plant. So now this is what you do. Is that right? Like, this is your thing. 
Uh, no, actually not. All right, help me out. I thought that it was going to be. Okay. And I really thought, okay, this is going. This is where I'm going to go. But um, I had a low point when I when I got out of my job, and I still thought that. And then uh, at the beginning of last year, I thought I was not producing any good work. And then around August, I had only put up six images that I had created that year. Cause I thought, and I only put those up just to let people know I was still freaking alive. Okay. And then, um, uh, right after light pro and then, uh, I did another small program and I told my wife, I said, I think I'm done. Is that right? Yeah. I said, I, I, I think I'm done. I, I think I'm, I think I've hit where I, where I've, where I've, you know, I'm not going to grow anymore. And that I think that I'm not helping people like I used to help people. I'm not producing art that is moving people like I should be doing. What, what, I'm, what brought you out of it? A speech that I did in Kansas. Uh, I, I was offline for two months. Uh -huh. I stayed away from social media. I didn't shoot. I didn't edit. I didn't do anything for two months, but I had commitments uh, that I had to fulfill, fulfill. And one of them was speaking, speaking for the Kansas PPA. Mm -hmm. And somewhere during that speech in the enthusiastic, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm not a writer. <laughs> it, you know, it just, it came back. Really? It came back during that speech. Really? You felt it come back? I felt it come back. Because on the way up, I told Dina I was done. Is that right? I had no idea. When was that? Last fall? That was about two months ago. Yeah. Well, that was this year. Yeah. We yeah. drove up in an ice storm. So, I remember. Well, yeah. now, and now you're back. Uh, you know, I'm back and it's, uh, it feels really good, actually. Because... I don't really know what recharged that battery. I think it was the fact that people were so receptive to what I have to say, had to say yeah. that um, that I thought maybe I still do have a voice. Maybe I still have something left to to give out there. So we'll see what what comes about. If if people contact me, that's great. And if they don't, then you know I do love the teaching because. I don't think that I'm a very good, good artist, but I think I have the ability to make other people better artists. Of course. I so. would agree to that. I would agree that you have a tremendous... I would disagree that you're not a good artist because I've seen it in action and I've seen your work. But I agree 100% that you make other people better artists because people don't know what to do with you even. In their, <laughs> in, a, in their a, minds, they don't know what to do. That's what Dave Junion said. They have no choice. to. They, they can either grow or die. I mean, that's that's like their option when they see you is what I think, you know? It is, you know, and, and I appeal to a certain crowd. And one of the problems for me is that that crowd is not at these conferences because I appeal to the new shooters, to the young shooters mm -hmm. that don't have to feel like they have to go out and buy tens of thousands of dollars worth of right. equipment right. to be an artist or whatever, right. you know, but you don't see 
the college crowd at these things. Not as much, no. And that's what I just put a post up on my Facebook that why can't we get the the college kids here? Right. Because they're going to graduate and they're going to go out in the world, real world and they're going to get their ass kicked. Right. Because they don't teach business of photography in right. school. Nope. Or, or business of being a fine art painter right. or that kind of thing. So these conferences, it's invaluable the information that you can get from people who have real world experience right. of running a business, so of, of showing art in a gallery, of, of doing these things. Well, you got to keep going, man. Don't stop. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I, Let that sink in, man. Don't stop. You can't stop. You got to keep I, going. I don't know where he gets the humility thing from. Because if, if I was doing this stuff myself, I'd just be obnoxiously arrogant all the time sunglasses no, no, on 24 7 <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. you're like the Collar sweetest person up, on like earth <laughs> no you yeah. you need to keep rolling i mean even if you got to uh, get to the point it. where you have to like knock on people's doors and remind them that you're around you can't stop doing this yeah uh, you know and i don't want to i don't want to push it on anybody for sure but you know if if I can make kids feel better about themselves and I can put art out there that, that people respond to that, that feels good. It's too, it's too important really. I mean, what, even your story about what happened with that girl, like that, that, that's a big deal. And, and you're the real deal. And so you, you and your influence need to stay out there in the photographic ether. My friend, don't, don't give it up anytime soon. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. Well, and I and I, I appreciate your time, you guys. I know that that these these conventions are busy, and and I say this to so many people that I do these interviews with. But for people listening, I mean, you get tired and worn out at these shows, not just physically, but your brain starts to hurt. So I appreciate you making the effort to have this conversation with me and and giving me some of your time. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. And while I'm on while I'm on this cast, I want to thank my wife for supporting me uh, through all yeah. this, and and for my daughter who's a professional makeup artist now and coming up and and Sweet. supporting me as well. So She's you know, it, it could go very, you know, it, it's it's tough. And sometimes when things don't go as well as you want them to, then you need that person there to say, yeah, it's all right, it's cool, it's good. So keep and, on going, you too, Dina. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've loved every minute of this. It's been a fun ride so far. It's been fun to watch, and I look forward to doing it for many, many more years. All right. You guys have a good one. All right. Thank Thank you, Chad. And thank you, White House Custom Color. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right on. Right on.